Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, February 8th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Anti-Semitic hate crimes jump 300% in New York City. New Jersey drops a school mask mandate. Most Americans now live paycheck to paycheck. Economists rank the highest tax cities in the country. Also ahead, why are so many police officers being attacked? But first, attacks against New York's Jewish community, up 300%, as mentioned. The NYPD confirming at least 15 separate incidents across the five boroughs in January, compared to four hate crimes during the same period last year. Police now say that they will pay $7,000 for information about anti-Semitic attacks. Major felonies increasing across the board in the Big Apple. Car theft up 93%, armed robbery 33%, assault 12%, shootings 25%, all because of insane policies by progressive politicians. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy announcing the end of his mask mandate for students. The masks come off in early March. The Democrat telling reporters, quote, this is not a declaration of victory as much as an acknowledgement that we can responsibly live with this thing being COVID. Murphy imposed some of the strictest COVID rules in the country when the outbreak began. They did not really work. Survey from one poll showing 7 in 10 Americans live paycheck to paycheck. That figure includes 84% of men, 65% of women. The typical adult stresses over personal finances six times every day. About one in four workers have nothing saved for retirement. An additional 25% believe they have to work past age 65. The average American has less than $1,000 in savings. A third have nothing at all. It is officially tax season. Forbes magazine ranking the highest tax towns in the country. Number one this year, a tie between L.A. and San Francisco. Folks in those places making $100,000 will give half their salary to the government. Lowest tax city in America, Anchorage, Alaska. People up north take home 80% of their income, which they need for heat. Up next. Why are so many police officers being attacked? Right back. Time is our most precious asset. And many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu bill to become a defender 
of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu slash bill to register. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Last year, an astounding 346 police officers were shot by criminals across the USA. 73 died. The shootings are up 115% from when President Biden took office. Why? A few reasons. George Floyd was killed in Minneapolis on May 25, 2020, and that created violent bitterness against the police. In addition, many progressive district attorneys were elected, such as Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, who said, quote, my new policies reflect both the need for fundamental reforms in the criminal legal system and the need for community safety. The following charges will not be prosecuted under any circumstances. Trespassing, consensual sex trade, resisting arrest. Resisting arrest? That means that criminals in New York City can punch the police, spit on the police, disrespect the police, and D.A. Bragg will do nothing about it. That kind of policy escalates and sends a message that you can hurt police officers. Alvin Bragg should have been removed by New York Governor Kathy Hochul when he said that. But Hochul herself is a progressive. Now, Bragg has backtracked a little, but you can imagine if you were a New York City police officer, what you would think of the criminal justice system. And don't think that police don't know all this. They know if they confront a criminal and the criminal hurts them, nothing probably will happen to that person. It is just astounding. More stats. Official interactions between police and civilians occur 61 million times each year. 002% of altercations result in a police officer aiming or firing his or her weapon. Last year, 8,000 unarmed Americans were shot by police while committing violent crimes, like rape, domestic abuse, assault. Experts say those figures are down 10 to 20% from 2019. Police officers kill approximately 1,000 people each year, nearly all of them carrying firearms. Unarmed civilians killed by police in 2021 last year? 11. And some of those people had other weapons. So what we have here in the USA today is a violent criminal culture that is largely being energized by the far left, by President Biden on down. They don't want to punish these violent criminals. And that is backlashing onto the police who are in more danger now than any other time I can remember. It's awful. 
I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. In a moment, something you might not know. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in 1990, 32 years ago, CBS News suspended legendary broadcaster Andy Rooney from 60 Minutes for remarks he allegedly made about African Americans and gay people. According to reports at the time, Rooney claimed African Americans are less intelligent than whites because they, quote, watered down their genes by having too many children. He also said gay marriage causes, quote, self-induced death. I think that had something to do with procreation, but I'm not sure. Mr. Rooney initially denied the claims. He did not say them on the air. Then he said some of his words were taken out of context. Remember, the Internet was not available back then. And these were conversations that Rooney allegedly had. CBS, after suspending him, did reinstate Rooney a few weeks later because 60 Minutes was declining in the ratings. Now, that would not happen today. Mr. Rooney would have been canceled forever, gone, forgotten, banished. Because now we live... In an unforgiving world, and the woke fanatics have a lot of power. But there is a lesson that Andy Rooney can teach us. It is wrong to disparage any race or group of people. And it is wrong to personally attack any person. Because when you do that, you are generalizing in a negative way, and it's simply not true. Now, we are living in a time when all rationality has left the building. People are frightened. They know thousands and thousands of Americans have been canceled. And yes, Remarks can be taken out of context, but that doesn't matter to the woke fanatics. If they can get somebody with whom they disagree most of the time, they're going to get them. And that is flat out dangerous. Back after this. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.